You're right. Okay. Maybe so, so the football stadium is in the middle. Okay, but the bottom line, we're talking one point two million people in one Coliseum in that shot. Because they don't hold such a thing. Okay. Maybe 120,000? No, no. And, okay. I mean, I'll tell you what, that's the Marcus. A lot of times the numbers in the Gemara are not numbers. They're, they're representative of large amounts that we don't know what they mean. But we can't say that without license to say. There are certain numbers that we know. For example, 300 many times is a, is a guzma. is used as a... As 60 is also. Maybe 60. No, no, I'm just saying, but, but we know, I'm saying we know that this, this Gemara is meant to represent something. If it's saying Kiyotse Mitzrayim, it's making a comparison more importantly than it's focusing on the number. I, 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 you're saying that, not me, and I am not agreeing or disagreeing. Um, I don't know. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I just don't know. No, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying I know either. I, I, think it's, I, think it's not, I think it's important to not get stuck on the questions of what's physically possible. That's, that's the more important point. No, I, that I'm trying I think, to make. I think Rabbi Berkowitz is saying he doesn't want to go along with your liberal propaganda. Uh, I fully, I fully agree with that statement, though. So, <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's see the Gemara. Let's go. Tana Rabbanon, the bride, the price that says no knowledge from the base on the bottom. Or Rishona in the base Amikdash Harishon, the first base Amikdash Hayinoshim Yibefnim. The women were inside the Ezras Noshim, Ba'Anoshim Yibachutz, and the women, the men were outside, meaning in the Chel. And in the Harabayas outside. What do we find? Yeah, good. Uh -huh. And they came to Kalos uh, to levity. The men were looking at the backs of the women and, you know, whatever. So they instituted the women should sit outside. In the Chel and the, and the uh, Harabayas. And the men should be situated inside. And they still were coming to levity. They were winking and back and forth, etc. So they instituted So they instituted that the women should sit up above and the men should sit below, meaning in the, on the floor of the Azara. Fine. Okay, so they made these gizusteroys. They made these things sticking out. And on top of that, every year they will put these uh, porches. How were they allowed to do this? Meaning to add on and make an addition to the base. But it's written in the Pasuk. Everything was written from Hashem, which was given to me by the way of God and Nasan Hanavi. So, how could they add on to the base Amigdash? The exact um, dimensions, etc., of the base Amigdash were given as a Messiah from the Nevi'im. How could they decide to change it. Answers the Gemara, Kra Ashkechu, they found a Pasuk Vidarush and they darshaned it to, to explain why it was permissible for them to make this addition. The Pasuk says, Visafta Ha'aretz, and the land will have a eulogy, a hespin, Mishpachais, Mishpachais Levad, each family alone, meaning uh, by themselves. Mishpachas Beis David Levad, the family of the Beis David, will be by themselves. Unishehem Levad, and their wives will be separate. Amru. So they said, based on this pasuk, they said, The matter is a kalvachaymer. Uma laosid lavoi. If we see that laosid lavoi in the time to come, sha'asukim behesped, that they're involved in hesped. Number one, they're involved in hesped. 
which is a somber time. And that is not something which will naturally bring to Kalos Reich. And number two, Ve'ein Yitzhahara, Shailet Bahem, and the Yitzhahara does not have jurisdiction over them, as we'll see in the Gemara later on. And yet, Amra Torah, the Torah said, Anoshim Levav, Anoshim Levav, the men are separate and the women are separate. So said the Chacham of that time, Achshav, now, Sha'asukim Besimcha, that were involved in Simcha, and the distance between Simcha and Kalos Reish is that, that much smaller, so small that we could cross that line. And number two, the Yitzhahara Sharlit Bohem, and the Yitzhahara has jurisdiction over us. Allah has come and come all the more so that the men and the women have to be separate. And therefore, they made this uh, extension or the balcony for the women to be above. This has been that the Pasuk mentioned. My Avedite Pshat. Pshat? Yeah, two things. Those two are. So sh- all the more so. All the more so. Well, right. Yeah, there's two things I have. Correct. Not, not the same, but they both. Applicable at that time. Yeah. my ability. This hespid, what is the uh, This hespid, what is the deal? What are they? What is the eulogy for? Pligibar and the rabbanon disagreed on what the hespid was. one of them said, Al Mashiach ben Yosef This is a hespid on Mashiach ben Yosef who was killed, as we said. That he's going to be the one to lead the war to conquer most of the world to defeat their enemies, but then the enemies will rise up and come to Yerushalayim and kill Mashiach ben Yosef. So after he was murdered, they had a hespit for him. That's what the pasuk in Zechariah is referring to. The Chadomar and one of them says Al Shenera. That it's referring to the Yitzhahara that was killed, as we'll see in the Gemara um, for tonight's Gemara. That actually, what you know, what how Hashem shafted him, etc. And they were having a hespid over the Yitzhahara who was killed. So interjects the Gemara immediately and says, one second. Bishlam, it's understandable, Lamanda Omar, according to the opinion, the one who said, Al-Moshiach ben Yosef Shenerag, that the hespid is because Moshiach ben Yosef was killed. Hainu dechsev, that's the pshan, that which it says in the Pasuk, v'hibitu elai, eis asher dokaru, that they looked at the one who was stabbed, meaning Moshiach ben Yosef. The to a love, and they gave a hespid for him, like one who gives a hesped on his only child. That's the pain that they felt, and that's the sadness that brought to such a hesped. But according to the Manda Omar, that the, the hesped that the Pazik was referring to is on the fact that the Yetzirah was killed. For such a thing, they should make a hesped. Simcha boy lemeva. They should make a simcha. They should be. They should rejoice. Amai bochu. Why were they crying? That's the kasha. The Gemara's kasha, and that's where we got up to last night. Meaning, what are they crying about? If, in other words, it doesn't make sense that they're going to make a hespit over Yitzhahara that's being killed, which should be a call for rejoicing. Give me our candies. Rabbi, can you just tell me the um, what's the translation again of, of uh, when, it, when you say has has a boy lemavad? What's lemavad? Lost? To do to make to make lemevad like la. Oh, okay. 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 Thank you. Simcha boy lemevad. They should make a simcha. 
My bochu, why were they crying? Okay, answers the Gemara, good. Answers the Gemara. Kedidorish Reb Yehuda. The, pshat, the reason why they were crying was like Reb Yehuda Darshan. Reb Yehuda said like this. In the future, in the time to come, Hashem will take out the Yetzirah v'shoichtoi and El shechtim. As far as we're talking, what does it mean El shechtim? Um, just like when you shecht an animal, so you get the basar that you eat, the food that you eat, and then you throw away the garbage. So there was a shechita over here. I think the Arachlaner says this that you'll take away the the shechita was the reason why we're using shechita as the uh, the uh, the term for Hashem destroying, taking away His power. Is that we're taking away the good parts of the Yitzhahara and the Kedasoifrim, etc., and uh, throwing away the bad parts. So, Baruch will bring the Yitzhahara b'fnei atzadikin u'b'fnei harishon. I'm sorry. V'shoichten hol shech the Yitzhahara b'fnei atzadikin u'b'fnei harishon in front of the tzadikin and in front of the rishon. Tzadikin, tu tzadikin, nidmen lohem. It appeared to them. It seemed to them, the Yetzirah seemed to them, kehar gavoya, like a high mountain, v'rishoyim, and to rishoyim, meaning to rishoyim, what did the Yetzirah appear like? Nidma lahem, it appeared to them, and it seemed to them, kechut hasaira, like a hair's breadth. Halalu boichim v'halalu boichim. These were crying, meaning, when Hashem would shech the Yetzirah, and the tzaddikim saw it, the tzaddikim would cry, and the rishoyim would cry. They're both crying for different reasons. Tzaddikim boichim, the tzaddikim cried, and they would say, How? How? How were we able to conquer, to overcome? Such a high mountain like this. And the reason was, some said that the reason, in other words, meaning to say what they meant to say was, as the Gemara is going to say later on, that in fact, they couldn't overcome such a high mountain. And their only reason why they were able to was because Hashem helped them. But that, that means that I'm not going to get so much schar. And that's the reason why they were crying. They said, how could we have gone and overcome such a high mountain? It must be that Hashem is helping us. So then we're going to lose some of the schar. And the Rishon were crying and they were, and they were saying, how were we not able to conquer and overcome as this hair's breadth of a power, you know, basically a powerless being of the Yitzhahara? How were we not able to cry? How are we not able to overcome it? And therefore they cried as well. So again, Hashem took out the Yitzhahara, shafted it. The tzaddikim saw a big mountain and they cried, How were we able to overcome such a big mountain? The Rishoim, it appeared to them like a Hair, and they said, How were we not able to overcome such a Yetzirah? And even Hashem um, wondered with them, with the Tzadikim. As it says in the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, So said Hashem, When it will be a wonder. To my nation, in those days when they're going to wonder, meaning when they're going to wonder how they were able to overcome such a har gavaya, a high mountain of a yetzahara, says Hashem, gam be'ena yipole. So too in my eyes, 
it will be wondrous that the Jewish, that you could have tzaddikim who are um, able to, who are able to conquer such a Yetzirah, such a high mountain of the Yetzirah. Okay, so that's why there was a Bechia. In other words, the Gemara's question was, the Safta Haaretz is a eulogy happening. Why was there a eulogy? They should be besimcha. The answer is, because depending on your perspective, as a tzaddik or a rasha, there's a reason to cry over it. Either there's a reason to cry over it, how were we able to, it's like a different kind of tear, but how were we able to overcome such a high mountain? According to that shot, according to that shot. Yeah, okay. Right, that's why. If you know what, um, what every amount is worth, then it's, it's not so petty, number one. But number two, that was only one shot. That was just, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. <clears throat> the Vilna Gain says, um, it, it said, Beshem the Vilna Gain, it said over from Rabbi Alexander Lapidus. Rabbi Alexander something Lapidus. He wrote a sefer, I forget what it's called. Derech Emes, maybe it's called. In, the kids are <clears throat> in there, he writes from the Gro. That when a person passes away, this is scary to think about, but when a person passes away, between the time of his passing and burial, he sees the world with open eyes, he sees the value of mitzvahs, and he feels such a feeling of regret over not taking more advantage of the opportunities of life for mitzvahs, that feeling of pain is so immense, he says, that if a person felt that pain when they were still living, they would die from the pain. That's what he says. That's how intense the pain is. So it's, it's a, yes, we're not doing it for the purpose of Skar, but it is a, <clears throat> okay. Amr Ravasi, Ravasi says, Yetzahara, the Yetzahara betchila in the beginning, doime, it's similar, lechut, to a strand shalbuchya of a spider. It's similar to a strand of a spider web. Nothing. But in the end, after the person follows the Yetzirah long enough, it's similar or ha'eglo. Like the like the ropes that they use for an agola, Rashi actually says, a cart, but Rashi says, no, okay, fine. It's in the end, it will be as strong as a rope that they use to pull a cart. No? A cart, uh, a... What are you reading? Sha'adam, an Yeah, that's from the Pasuk. You can read the Pasuk, right. Right, that's why. Shinamar, as it says in the Pasuk, Hai, woe. Hai means woe. Moishchei ha'oven, to those who pull this to sin. Bechev hashov. With the ropes that are hashov are like nothing, meaning like spiderweb strands. Uka'avais ha'agala chata, but when it comes to the sinning in the end, it's like the ropes that they attach to a cow to pull either the plow or a cart. Bottom line is it's an extremely strong rope. 
And that's how it works. It starts out small and eventually it gets bigger. Hoi, 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 whoa. Those who are drawn after the sins with the ropes that are, that are, uh, that are, are powerless. Um, but the sin will eventually come like, and that the Yitzhahara will be like the ropes that pull the wagon. The Beis HaLevi says that the, pshat, the, the beginning of the says a Avoin, and the end of the Pazik says Chet. Avoin is a, is a Aver of the Mezid, and Chet is an Aver of the So he says like this, he says a person who um, is willing and accepting to, you know, to the advice of the Yitzhahara, to do of Chet B'Mezid, at times, he will also, uh, he gives a mashal like this. He gives a mashal like this. Let's say, for example, in other words, he's explaining why it's changing from Avoin Amazed to a Chet, which is a Shaygig, and the, also how it goes from, um, from a strand of a spider to a rope. So he says like this, I said, let's say the mashal is called Yisrael. Okay, forget today's called Yisrael in America, which Ramesh says that the FDA, um, you know, uh, whatever it is, is considered called Yisrael. Back in the day in Europe, you're going down the hotel and you want a coffee. You want a coffee with milk. And you say, okay, can I have some milk? And you're thinking, oh, really, I shouldn't have milk because it's not called Yisrael, I don't know. So you rationalize and say, no, it's only the Rabbanon. We have a roi, the majority of them are probably using cow's milk, it's only shash, and it's this thing and that thing, it's fine. And you drink the coffee, so you're bemazed, violating the, which iser? The iser, the rabbanon, of drinking milk that did not have a yid watching over the milk. Then it turns out that it was actually horse's milk. So the horse's milk was already a chet b'shoikig. That was a mistake. That was by accident. But the way I got there was through an oven, was through a mazin. That's what the Pasuk is talking about. Hoi! Ma'ishche ha'oven b'chav hashov. You're violating with the, you're violating b'mezid. The small strands of a derabanon and the easy, so to speak, the smaller, the ka'avis ha'agalachatov, but the chet will end up being a thick one on a daraisa, that's the mashal, and that's how he explains the puzzle. The stories of, okay. uh, of those um, butchers who've had these big scandals, and they ask one of them where it started, and he said the first time it ever happened was when he gave uh, a wedding a different shlita than they asked for. Really? And that, that, was, that was the first thing, and once he realized he could do that, it spiraled. Same concept. Uh, you've heard that before also? Uh, yeah. Happened with me when somebody asked for a Pepsi. Where will that end up? Connor Avano, we learned in a Brisa. Mashiach ben David, Sha'asid Lehigolis. Mashiach ben David, who in the Fez Hashem soon will be revealed. Sha'asid Lehigolis, Mehero, Yamenu. He will reveal, be revealed soon, speedily in our days. Oymaleh HaKadosh Baruch Hashem said to him, Sha'al me many, ask from me, Ve'etaino, and I will give it to you. Ve'etan Lachon, I will give it to you. Shenemar, as it says in the Pasuk, Asapra el I will tell you something now, the Pasuk says, to remember. Ani ha'yoy milit ticho, 
Um, and it will be clear today that I gave birth to you, meaning that I'm appointing you as the king. Give me, uh, ask for me, ask for what you'd like from me. And I'll give you nations as your inheritance, so to speak. Once David, uh, Mashiach ben David saw Mashiach ben Yosef that was killed, he said in front of him, Hashem, all I ask from you is life. Meaning, he could have asked for everything, but then he sees that Mashiach ben Yosef died, was killed, so he said, okay, give me life. <coughs> so Hashem says to me, Chayim, with regard to life, before you even said and asked for that, your, your uh, father, your forefather David, already prophesied and asked for it for you. Like it says in the Pasuk, I'm asking for life. I'm asking for life um, from you. To be given to him, basically he was Davin Amalek was davening that um, uh, his that Mashiach ben David should be given life and he shouldn't die. Okay, we'll hold it here. Can you can you just repeat the last? But I guess you you know this I can't get into that. I don't know. What was that? Can can you repeat the pasuk that's uh, the two pasukim together? Asafra al choik. Asafra al choik. I will tell you today what is something that is a chayk. It's like a it's like ironclad thing to like remember. A law, okay, okay. a law, that kind of thing, meaning an ironclad kind of thing, like an uh, Rashi says it will be known. I will make known to the world today that you are my son. And he says, so ask for me. What would you like? I'll, 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 I'll allow you to conquer nations in the world. And he, once he saw that uh, Mashiach ben Yosef died, he said, give me life. He said, that already I have for you because Davon HaMelech asked for it. Chaim Shalom Imcha. I ask for life from you. Nasatoloi to be given to him. Arach Yom Oilam that he should live forever, the uh, Mashiach ben David. Thank you. Okay, have a wonderful Shabbos. Shabbos.